Welcome to Thought Studio, an intellectual space to confront inconspicuous and sometimes insidious aspects of our society. In this podcast, the scope for explorations is limitless, from domestic to public spheres, from cells to galaxies, crossing the border between physical and metaphysical realms. So join us as we ask big questions and offer unique perspectives in the hopes of offering clarity and insight. In this episode, Henry will evaluate the looming dangers of nuclear weapons. When was the last time you thought about the prospect of nuclear war? For a topic that could basically destroy the whole human civilization, it is not very popular. Nobody would want to talk about it, even the senators. And what ended up is a very unstable and risky system that could go wrong at any minute. If a nuclear war did break out, it could result in the annihilation of the human species, and it's getting closer every minute. A single mistake could result in a full-scale nuclear war. You might not believe it, but we have come close a few times before. In 1983, at the height of the nuclear war, a computer error had caused a false alarm, and the Soviets had believed that the U.S. had fired five ICBMs on them. Luckily for us, Stanislav Petro, a lieutenant colonial in the Soviet Air Defense Force, Reason that it is not possible for the U.S. to fire only five missiles in the first strike and call off the counterattack. Otherwise, we will all be living or dying on radiation-polluted soil right now. Ironically, the movie War Game was also released in the same year. How did this all started? Well, everyone knows about the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but what happened next? During the Cold War, the U.S. and the USSR had been in a nuclear arms race, with each side trying to develop more and more missiles. As the war developed, both worried that the other was going to bomb them, and each created a plan to attack and counterattack. For the U.S., what they created is a first strike policy. This policy stated that if the Soviets ever invade Western Europe, the U.S. would retaliate by sending thousands of missiles to the USSR. It also gave the president the full power to launch a nuclear attack without the consent of the Congress, so the retaliation would be immediate. Furthermore, for the goal of having even more immediate use of this weapon during the 50s to the 60s, the authority of using nuclear weapons was secretly delegated to low-level American officers assigned to NATO. But let's really think about this: Donald Trump with the power to destroy the world—that doesn't sound right. Trump is not known for being stable and logical, and if he wakes up in the middle of the night someday and decides to bomb Russia, wouldn't we all be in danger? And also, why would he have this sort of power? It does sound wrong when one man can have such an enormous amount of power, but this power is not wanted by everyone. The American Congress, for example, has proposed to strip away the president's authority to launch a nuclear missile, but were voted down 10 to 68. Clearly, even the senators didn't want the responsibility. 
than what we end up is a capricious president with the power to annihilate the human species. He has the sole authority, doesn't have to ask anybody and bomb whoever he wants. Recently, Trump has taken the first strike policy one step further and threatened to nuke North Korea if they ever verbally threaten to bomb the US again. You might notice that even though many countries own nuclear weapons, they rarely use it. Nuclear weapons always act like a deterrent. While you cannot use it, countries get treated differently once they have nuclear weapons. Like in 2003, President George W. Bush named Iran, Iraq, and North Korea the axes of evil. Afterward, the U.S. invaded Iraq and helped create a civil war in Iran. But since North Korea developed its own nukes, the U.S. has not threatened any substantial damage to them. The political power of nuclear weapons is huge. Therefore, many countries who don't have nuclear bombs try to develop their own. The treaties they sign wouldn't matter, and every time a country succeeds in developing nukes, we are in greater danger of destruction than before. Experts predict that the possibility of a nuclear war breaking off is higher than ever. With the possibility of human annihilation getting larger and larger, what can we do to help? I suggest the very least we can do is to raise awareness of this problem, give it the attention it should have. The International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapon Organization, for example, have proposed a plan to abolish all nuclear weapons in all countries. Though the plan was politically unfeasible, it was a step in the right direction. We need to have more people speak up about this issue and let everyone know the danger they're living in. Now for the first time in human history, we can destroy ourselves. It sounds a bit too much like Frankenstein's monster, who will destroy us in the end. With human society on the verge of annihilation, will that break the barrier of nations? Can we all stand together and solve this problem as a collective of human beings? It might be the only way. Stand and live together or die fighting one another. It is our choice, and we better make it quickly or else there might be no time left.